Let us darken your soul. You're going to love it here. (laughs) Yeah, that is one of my pet peeves is when someone's like, oh, you're in sex books. (laughs) Like, yeah, motherfucker. People in my books fuck. Why? Because it's fun. (laughs) What's up, good girls and guys? Welcome to the Juiciest Book Podcast, where we discuss our favorite spicy stories from cutesy romance to smut and all the fantasy in between. I'm Carly. And I'm Taylor. Welcome to Read It and Ride It. (laughs) Let's go, baby. (laughs) Holy shit, this is happening. (laughs) This is a long time in the making. I know, I'm so excited. Let's let the people know what they can expect from us in our podcast. So for this intro episode, Carly and I are going to go into a little bit of our backgrounds. And go over our rating scales, specifically spice scale, because it may be a little bit different than what you're used to. Starting off, let me take you back in time with this one. Good night, Moon. Oh, God. (laughs) Do you recall this book? Yes, of course I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's the OG book. That's the furthest back I can go in my memory of books. But we're here to talk about spicy spice, smutty smut. So I'll actually touch on when I first discovered smut. And I'm convinced this is something that every mom has. My mom in particular had her smut collection and smut shelf at the top of her closet. And Those are the original erotic books. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It's like the shirtless guy on a horse, and they're those tiny, really thick books. Oh, yeah. Did your mom have some of those, too? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I knew it. I swear. They're always either hidden in the closet or hidden in their side table or under the bed. I swear to God, that's where I found all of hers. And I think it's a rite of passage. Oh, it has to be. It has to be. (laughs) And now we've progressed to the point where current day, I recommend to her my books. <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned. Right. <laughs> what my, about you? My mom, too, had a collection, but most of hers, at least that I saw on the shelf, were fantasy. In the first real romancy book that I read was Twilight. Ugh. I was obsessed Classic. with Edward and Bella. And, and, you know, it wasn't the smut, obviously, that I read today, but that romance building and the kissing. And I was super into fantasy, anything vampires, werewolves, magic, girl, totally same. into that. My mom would not let me read anything more than kissing. Granted, I was in fifth <laughs> grade. So that's good part on you, mom. I'm not bashing on you. But she actually didn't let me read Breaking Dawn. Because they have sex in it. Oh, my gosh. I still haven't read Breaking Dawn to this day. To this day. But she restricted me. So then that made me want to go outside my bounds and find stuff. So then when I hit my cap at Barnes & Noble and I couldn't buy any more books, (laughs) I went on fanfiction.net. Here we go. I was into that Edward and Bella fanfiction so hard. That was my shit. I'd be down there midnight. It's blacked out. And there's one in particular. Edward had leukemia. And I remember bawling my eyes out. So I was like, Bella's gonna lose him. Oh my God. Have you ever heard the theory that 
the series Fifty Shades of Grey, which is clearly a lot more smutty than Twilight, is actually based off of Edward and Bella's relationship and started as like a fanfic type writing. I knew it was a fan fiction, but I did not know it was about Edward and Bella. Yeah. That that actually happens a lot. Fan fictions will become movies or they'll write books, but then they'll change the names from the celebrities that they were about. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess everything has to be based off of something, right? I think the point of fan fiction is they're just giving you a face to imagine, not necessarily writing it about the person themselves. Whereas in other books, they describe the main characters. But in fan fiction, it's like, it's this person, you know what they look like. Right. Makes it easier to picture. Then I guess you don't have to be as detailed either. So for me, really, the first series I read was Harry Potter. I did end up reading Twilight, Hunger Games, you know, all the basic stuff everybody read and lined up at the movie theaters for, right? But Harry Potter was the book that I had late at night under the covers with a flashlight. You know, it's past my bedtime because I'm so young at that time. But I was obsessed. I loved the fantasy. And honestly, I didn't read anything else. I would just read those books until I had a school assignment. Now, this is jumping to high school. You know, English class, they had all these different assigned books. And I happened to be out of town along with one other girl when they had the day where everyone got to pick the book from a list that they wanted to write their essay on. Of course, me and this other girl were left with the longest and largest book, which happened to be Pride and Prejudice, which is my favorite. Well, one of my favorites. I haven't actually read that. No? No. Oh my gosh. You have to. There's this classic line from it. You have bewitched me body and soul. I mean, ugh, iconic. Okay. It was to the point of an obsession that me and this girl at first were like, oh, we'll help each other make annotations and get the assignment done. No, we got deep into it, obsessed, watched the movie together. I remember sitting on the floor of my childhood bedroom. It's the part where they're at this outdoor coliseum garden area. It's pouring rain and we were holding each other, bawling our eyes out because it was just so emotional. The level of love and connection they had was just unlike anything I had read before. Yeah. There are a bunch of movies on it, though. I think there's like 13 or something different versions. Yeah. No, I'll tell you right now, the one with Kira Knightley is the one to watch. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. In high school, I kind of got back into reading I still read mainly fantasy books. And back in the day, were you ever on Tumblr? Yes. Okay, Tumblr back in the day was raunchy as hell. Way more explicit than what (laughs) you could get nowadays. And I remember this one time. This is actually my first introduction to Reverse Harem, which I really didn't notice at the time. But maybe this is why I like them so much is my friends and I were all hanging out one night. We went on Tumblr and we found this story about a girl and it's her birthday and she goes into a different room and each room has a different guy and she would have a different sexual experience with each guy in each room and we're sitting on the couch together and we're all just reading it and commenting out loud to each other about what's going on. Oh my gosh. So you did a group smut read is what you're telling me. Basically a group porn read, yes. (laughs) What is your life? (laughs) 
I don't know. But somehow, then I got into Fifty Shades of Grey. I did read it. That was fine. And then I read this series called Indebted by Pepper Winters. Have you read that one before? No, I actually haven't even heard of that one. Okay. There's five, six books, something like that. I devoured the shit. This is my first introduction to dark romance and not only dark romance, but fucked up shit that happens to the main female character. And I used to read this in class. A new book would come out. I'd download it on my phone. And anytime in class we'd have a second, I would have my phone out scrolling through and be looking over my shoulder, making sure no one was actually going (laughs) to watch me. I'd be like, what the hell is this girl reading? (laughs) This was some fucked shit. (laughs) I can't believe how young you read Dark Romance. I can't either. And maybe that's why you're really dark now. Yeah. Some of the shit you dabble in, I'm like, uh. (laughs) My morals were already down and now they're just tanking. (laughs) Yeah, I honestly, after Pride and Prejudice High School, it was all self-help books, even going into college. I mean, it's a whole different experience. Self-help books. There is one in particular that I loved called Thrive by Ariana Huffington amazing book for workaholics and kind of teaches you how to have like a work-life balance. But other than that, it was kind of like how to meditate, kind of the basic shit everyone reads, right? Until COVID. I mean, not everyone. I never read a self-help book. Oh, oh, I take that back then. (laughs) (laughs) Just basic bitches read. (laughs) Not this little dark cloud over here reading (laughs) chained up whip shit. I don't even know what you were reading at that time. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, so it's weird how I had a good experience with Harry Potter and Pride and Prejudice and Twilight and Hunger Games and all that kind of stuff. And then just didn't, you know what I just realized? It's because they were all associated to movies. And I'm a huge movie buff. I think in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to waste my time on a book that's not a movie. I don't, I'm thinking subconsciously that was must be what I did because I did not get into any sort of fantasy not even rom-com or modern romance or smut or anything until COVID. So during COVID, this is when like shit was actually shut down. Okay. I feel like people started reading a lot more, including myself and my sister. She's one of those people who's been reading her entire life. Like even her childhood room, she had a shelf with tons of books. So we rented this cabin and she reads the entire time. I'm trying to read this self-help book because, again, basic bitch, but I can't sit there and read for hours and hours and hours on end. Like a self-help book, you're not devouring those. You read a little bit every morning type of thing. And so she was like, oh, well, I just finished the first book of this series. You should read it. And that series was Akatar. I know. And for those of you that don't know, that's A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss. It is a must read. Okay. If you're not really into reading fantasy yet, great starter. I, after that, spiraled. I could not stop. I was a fiend, an addict. I was reading every second of free time I had. It was, it was bad. It was, it was an addiction, a legit addiction. I mean, you got so addicted, you got a tattoo for it. That's true. (laughs) true. I mean, same. So (laughs) we're on the same level. And the fact that our tattoo is basically the same thing. It's pretty much the same. It's the stars for Valaris, which is 
Oh, it just holds. It's a classic. I hold it close to my heart. I know that's the one you were trying to think of. I was about to say you hold it close <laughs> to your heart because same bitch. It means so <laughs> much. So before I started Akatar, I'd fallen out of reading for a while. And then that second season of Bridgerton came out, the Anthony season. That man, the facial expressions he would make, the longing, the desire, the fucking enemies to lovers. I ate that shit up. (laughs) I literally watched it twice in the span of probably a week because it was so good. Wow. And after that, I ordered his book because a lot of people said that the book was still good. It was a little bit different. So I wanted to see how it differed from the show. And I read his book, finished that in 24 hours. And I still felt the same way that I did when I watched the show as when I read the book. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should get into reading. So I went on Book Talk and I found From Blood and Ash. And I had purchased it, it had been sitting by my nightstand. And I was like, okay, this is the perfect time to start it. And holy shit, <laughs> I'm not going to say the main character's name in that book because it is a giveaway. But that fucking man. Ugh. He changed the game. I still think about the book. When I'm telling you I devoured that book. Yeah, I thought I devoured Bridgerton. I devoured From Blood and Ash that entire series. And probably two, three weeks, maybe. It was amazing. I actually read Akatar after From Blood and Ash. Oh, okay. But From Blood and Ash changed the reading game. But... Akatar really changed my perception of love. And I could get into this and talk about it for days and I won't do it on this. I'll do it some other time. But that really popped the cap off for me (laughs) to dive back into romance. And now I literally read everything. Mafia, dark romance, fantasy, hockey, sports, small town, pregnancy trope. I, I probably finish five books in the span of a time that you read one book like yeah you're crazy i'm (laughs) chowing down on these things i am so easily influenced to get a book my tbr is ridiculous book talk is so dangerous people that and bookstagram as well i mean they're basically the same thing you you though are the biggest threat for me and this is why we got so close so fast is because you saw my tattoo you got the same tattoo. We clearly love Akatar. And you were like, have you read this? Have you read this? Have you read this? And I'm like trying to keep up with you, trying to read as many <laughs> books as you're reading. And by the time I'm finally finishing the one you told me about two months ago, you're like, oh, yeah. And listen to these other 17 other series. <laughs> like, I know it's not even it's not even just one book. It's literally series of books. Where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, keep up. I know. But God, I appreciate you so much because I don't know that I even would have dabbled in mafia or dark romance or I actually still haven't even read the Hades series you recommended to me. I think it's called A Touch of Darkness. Touch of Darkness is the first one. Yes, I committed. I bought the physical books, but they are sitting on my shelf because I have a couple other books ahead of them. I promise we'll get to them eventually. We love a bad boy. Yes, but (laughs) you kind of tainted my soul a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And it's fine. Everyone needs their soul a little bit tainted, okay? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. We welcome it. You know, the other thing too is because this has kind of consumed my life in a way, it's probably my biggest hobby now. I try to talk to other friends about books and see, you have to kind of feel them out, you know, see what they're into as well. And 
I was surprised by some of my friends' reactions to books, especially the darker ones. I'll give them an example of something I read, like, you should read this, blah, blah, blah. They'll be like, oh my God, that sounds insane. I'm like, don't be a closed-minded closet slut. Join the gang, okay? Let us darken your soul. You're going to love it here. (laughs) Yeah, that is one of my pet peeves is when someone's like, oh, you're in sex books? (laughs) Like, yeah, motherfucker. People in my books fuck. Why? Because it's fun. (laughs) We're adults. These books are romance books. When I'm reading, I read for a romance. I read for the plot. But the added spice and sex into it enhances the plot. Oh, yeah. So I love it. Like, why wouldn't I want to read that? Because I'm thinking about it as a relationship in real life. And in a relationship in real life, that is part of it. So why wouldn't I want to transfer into my books? I'm not trying to read some fucking whack ass YA shit where they're just kissing. Like, what is the point? If they're not penetrating, I'm not going to fucking read it. (laughs) If there isn't penetration, I don't want it. Fuck (laughs) that. That should be your tagline. (laughs) I will take that on my gravestone. (laughs) (laughs) Not the gravestone. (laughs) You know... I'm kind of sappy and I still like the YA books, like the selection. I want you to read it because I want to see if you'll like it. There isn't penetration though, don't kill me. But it's so fluffy. It's such a fluff filled book, which kind of leads me into what y'all can expect on future episodes and the different scales we have because fluff is one of the scales we're going to have. So future episodes, we're going to do different things such as book reviews and recommendations, character reviews, when we got hooked, notable plot points, favorite scenes, favorite quotes, different recommendations that are similar to that type of book, author info, book club info, and hopefully merch in the future. But most importantly, our rating scales and starting off strong with the smut scale. So our smut scale is actually one out of six for very, very good reason. So one, fade to black, passionate, kissing, PDA, fondling, literally anything but them fucking. So if there is no penetration, it doesn't count. It's a one. I don't care if they're using toys. I don't care if she's giving him a blowjob. (laughs) It's a fucking one. Two, general vanilla romance. Doesn't matter how many sex scenes there are. When you read a vanilla romance, you know what it is. For example, Archer's Voice, which is still a really great book. Just because it's a two doesn't mean it's not good. Right. Love that book. And then three, slow burn with a dash of spice. So it's not vanilla romancy. We had to wait a while for the sex scene to come. But when it came, it gave us a little sum sum. Bang, bang. For example, <laughs> fourth wing and serpent and the wings. Four spicy scenes throughout so examples consider me icebreaker then we have five and six so five is explicit intense sex multiple times throughout the book but a six is a five but it is absolutely filthy you are reading this you are questioning your morals you need to cleanse your soul afterwards you're just like is this okay like (laughs) Am I allowed to read this? Is someone allowed to publish this? And examples of that are Ritual, Carnage, Jenna Vipers, Haunting Adeline. The dark shit. You don't start at a six. You got to work your way into it. 
I mean, I've read a six and had to DNF it, which means I didn't finish it because it was so dark. Next is world building and fantasy. We put them in the same category because they really play into each other. Level one, just reality. Two is reality based, but different rules such as magic exists. Three is an unknown world, but with few locations, such as Zodiac Academy. They stay at the school mostly. You can include mythical creatures, magical powers, otherworldly, new languages, different physical laws, but it's mostly in this one location. Four is unknown world with detailed maps. So you're going all over the place. You're seeing a continent. That would be like Akatar, right? Then there's multiverse. This is... God, I actually, there is a series we'll talk about with multiverse, but we'll get to that later. It's a personal favorite because it's so hard to write, but there is someone who has it very well done. And then we have humor. So one, no comedy. Two, some funny statements. Three, you were giggling to yourself. The writing had you smiling. Four, you laughed out loud a few times, which my comparison would be Marvel movie vibes Mm -hmm. where it had plot, but it was definitely making you laugh out loud. Five is you're rolling on the ground, tearing up, laughing. You have to pause reading because you're laughing so hard. And then action, also a one out of five. One, basic day shit. Two, some danger. Three, fights. Four, fucking bloodshed. Five, all out war, people. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have the sad scale. So one, no crying. Two, you're scowling, you're pinching your eyebrows together. And you're like, this is this is sad. But you don't actually cry. Three, tears are brimming up in your eyes. Maybe you have a few slip through and you're getting kind of choked up. But then we have four. You totally cried. Five, you're sobbing, bawling your eyes out at least more than three times. You're throwing your book across the room because it's so sad and you can't read anymore. You need to take a break. I know a couple of those. Hurts my soul. And then one of my favorites, fluff. Oh, and you know what? Let me actually explain fluff for those of you that are not familiar with it, because it's kind of a new term for me as well, being new to the book talk and bookstagram community in these last few years. It's essentially anything romantic that makes you giddy or giggly, but it doesn't relate to anything sexual. So it's all emotional connection based. So for level one fluff, there's little to no connection. Two is a basic connection. Three is a cute flirty connection, four, a meant to be love, and five, you're cheesing so hard, you have heart eyes for this couple because their emotional connection is so lovey-dovey, you're disgustingly obsessed, kicking your feet behind you. I mean, you're just, you're giddy, you know? It's when you have that big ass smile on your face and you're just like, oh my gosh. I love that. Me too. And then we'll always do an overall scale out of five. Basically a five for me is I accept no criticism. (laughs) I want to hear no negativity about it. Don't talk shit about it. It has its flaws, but you embrace them. Five for me would be kind of same, but just more so I'm obsessively thinking about it afterwards and will definitely read it again. I mean, there's certain books that I love so much. I've read four, five, six, seven, eight times. Yeah. That's a five. I agree. So I need to really, really love it to rate it a five. Yeah. So every episode, we want to shout out someone. And considering this is our first episode, we want that person to be our cover creator, who is also our friend, Carly. Not this Carly. (laughs) 
for the digital creation of our podcast cover photo, you really brought to life what we had in mind. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You can find her on Instagram at c.art.lyweis. She does a lot of fun creative art outside of the digital realm, as well as even has an Etsy store. So you can check that out. She is so creative and also one of the nicest people you will ever meet. So talented. Give her a follow. Give her a shout. Every episode, we're going to end with a would you rather question related to spicy books. And this time it's Taylor's. So the question I came up with is, would you rather be spanked or choked? Choked. (laughs) (laughs) No hesitation there. I just, the spank thing for me gives me very age gap daddy vibes, which is not (laughs) something that I'm into. And it's always like a punishment that turns into lust because she actually likes it. And that's just like, eh, for me, I'd rather just the choking. Yeah. You're about to die, but I'm going to bring you to the (laughs) brink of an orgasm and then I'll give it to you. That shit slaps. Oh, it spanks, you mean? Oh, damn it. (laughs) Gotcha. You know, I maybe would have agreed with you if you would have asked me a couple months ago. But I will admit, I love using a guy's hand as a necklace. Like, squeeze my throat a little bit, you know, especially when they're making out with you and they just grab your neck. It's so possessive. But I'm not into asphyxiation and the breath play is definitely a kink that shows up in a lot of books. I know. I just I'm not super into that. I would rather get spanked so hard it leaves a handprint. You know what I mean? Like I could go soft spank, hard spank, but with choking, like I got to limit that shit. There's a cap to it. You can one hand soft choke. But, you know, if you're pressing hard or double handing it, no. That's past. You've read stuff where they double hand it? No, but I experienced that shit in real life and I definitely choked him back because that's attempted murder. <laughs> I was like, he so, used two hands? He did, yes. did he start with one? No, he went right for it. And you know what? I just got so mad. I'm like, I'm going to choke you right back, motherfucker. So I think I'm a little bit, because of a personal experience, I'm kind of like, uh, you know? <laughs> a little on edge. I mean... <laughs> I literally cannot fathom someone just going in for the double hand choke. Like, thank you. You're definitely trying to kill someone at that point. I'm like, I am not trying to fulfill your murder kink. So (laughs) bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. We're going to release an episode every other week on Wednesdays. Our first episode is already out for fourth wing part one. And then part two is going to come out on August 23rd. And for more, follow us on our socials, TikTok and Instagram at Read It and Write It. And subscribe to us on YouTube or wherever you're listening in. Our DMs are open to Would You Rather suggestions, any books or topics you want covered, or you can email us at readitandwriteit at gmail.com. See you next episode in the fourth wing. 